Yep. Hello, hello. Oh, I love that. I love that for you. Hello, hello. Guys, I'm not going to lie. My new mic has me feeling some type of way. We just listened to it. It's sexy. It's like sexy. Now I'm part of the hot girl club. No, you're you're in it. Sex line up in here. Um, but yeah, you guys, welcome back to It's Tempting Pod with Casey and Erin. <laughs> yeah. This reminds me of us talking about in last episode how we would feel if people sang to us. And honestly, <laughs> I'm dead. I might be retracting my You statement. don't want to tempt me. Yes. Is that the, we should, is that the song? Do- that is. We should do the cover. You're not going to tempt me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, let's just dive in this bitch. <laughs> That's what dude, I said. Honestly, this I feel like is going to be my favorite episode to recap Same. thus far. Same. This shit episode gave me life. I was like, it's been a little slow, and yep. now shit is popping off, and I'm ready to talk some shit. It's popping. And you know what <laughs> else is popping? People are popping their pee. <laughs> <laughs> they're coochies and i love it i love it i know i'm here for it live your best life uh-huh. okay so the episode starts off um i wrote down that luke is realizing that he's losing iris i think because she's just doing her own thing working on self-love mm-hmm. and he and he like we talked in the last episode he is not able to show her that he's making like real changes yeah and i think it's starting to really hit him like oh shit it's gonna be a little too late for me yeah and that's kind of like- that's kind of how the episode started right yeah, I actually wrote word for word, damn, Hanya laying into Luke after the bonfire. Like, yeah. did you did you pick up on that? He literally was like, bro. I don't give like, a shit about Iris. We get it. You. Yeah, yeah, like, we get it. But, like, all you've talked about is Iris. Like, yeah. fucking relax. And I'm like, yeah. oh, damn. And then all of a sudden the girls walk in and it's just, like, cuts. But it's, like, booties and bikinis. Um, (laughs) slip and slide would be so fun and i know that hill that they i know that hill very well that they all slipped and slid down and i was like that's a perfect hill for a slip and slide like great decision like we didn't do the abc party we didn't do the slip and slide like there's a lot of thing the mardi gras honestly i feel like i really would have loved to be in my bikini more yeah and we really weren't. Like, I feel like every single party, the girl, at least the girl's house, like, they've been in their bathing suits, like, party-themed based yeah. off that. And I love it. Like, show off your fucking bodies. Like, I wish that we did that more. We had, like, Dude, a- freaking tell me about it. On my season, I freaking, number one, I was an anxiety-ridden wreck, so I didn't even want to do any of the parties. Now, I would be freaking living Damn. that shit up. And then on top of it, I was like so freaking skinny and I would have been just like in bikinis, shaking my ass. I just want to teleport back into like, I want to teleport back in time, but like with this mindset and like this level of like hotness, if that makes sense. Me too. Yeah. No, it makes complete sense. Like I completely agree. Uh, right? Take me back. I know. So yeah, the slip and slide I was a big fan of. Um, also, I wanted to get clarification on this from you. So you know in the pool where Alexa like says something about Luke and then Paige like covers him up? 
Yeah. What happened? Was his like a little dingling out or like apparently <laughs> the like impression I got was that he got a boner. I mean, we can okay, say that's what that's that's what I thought too. Yeah, little... I think he had a little boner and, and then she covered it up. <laughs> yeah, like he was called out on it, and instead of like. <laughs> I feel like by her hugging him, it probably like enhanced it. Like, right? I, I mean, you're in a pool, you're a little one, a full one. But yeah, I definitely think that was what it was about. And he was like, "What?" Yeah, I was definitely. I noticed that. I was like, "I need to know more because I feel like something just occurred <laughs> between all three of them. They just became also, a little I've more." I've never close. seen the three. Of, I've never seen the three of them interact before. Right. <laughs> so I was very confused. Like, what? Oh my god. <laughs> And then I wrote Trace watching LaSalle's from the balcony. <laughs> and then she proceeded to call the girls thirsty. She either called yeah. the girls thirsty or LaSalle's thirsty. No, and she, I, was, she was calling the girls thirsty. She was when, talking to Hanya and was like, they're so thirsty. And it's like too much. It's like, dude, what do you mean? Like that? Like he's not hanging out with anyone but you. I know we, t- we touched on this last episode, but she got a little like – she got a little snippy like this one, and then she's yeah. well, up on the balcony, look peering over. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, dude. here's my thing: if you're gonna be a snoop like and an investigator, be sneaky about it. You FBI need to, status. One, be sneaky. Like you need to hide and dodge the cameras because, girl, they're putting you on blast. That's number one. But number two, like, make sure you're actually hearing what's being said. Because yeah. again, he was literally sticking up for himself against these girls. Yeah. Not that they were attacking him, but if I'm if I'm correct, like nothing bad was being said and no. she's pissed. And granted, yeah. like, I don't know how close the girls are in the house. Like I feel like this episode especially, you kind of start seeing the claws come out. And it's weird because in the yeah. beginning of when we first started this, we both were like, we feel like they everyone's love, friends. Yeah, they, they love, love each, each other. other. And now I'm seeing like, I don't think any of the girls are that close. Like I don't really no. see that at all. And no. it's crazy how it just did like a 180. But for her to call these girls thirsty and stuff, it's a little – it just shows one – I know you said this last episode, but like kind of like a sign of immaturity and also yeah. if you were so secure in yourself and in like – you don't care the guy about you're girl. trying to pursue and the two of you, yeah. especially after the conversations that you had last episode. Yeah. Then like, who gives a fuck if people are talking to him? He's made it clear. He's only He's interested in you. about you. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's where I'm at because I'm like, okay, I would kind of get if they were still like maybe missed signals or you guys didn't have that conversation, but you flat out denied him, played your games. Yeah. He then sat, took your friend on a date. He then sat you down and was like, I want to go on all the dates with you. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go out with anyone else. Like, I would love if a man sat me down and was that clear with me and was yep. just like, I want to pursue you. It's me and you. We're going on dates. Like, I would fucking rejoice. This chick is stalking him up on a balcony. <laughs> like, I don't understand what more she needs from him. Like, like he's truly. making it so clear. He only has eyes for her. He's done nothing wrong, truthfully. I honestly, like, I feel more bad for Ashley than I do. I feel yeah. more bad. I don't know if that makes sense, but I feel worse for Ashley than I do Trace at this point. Like, girl, yeah. he's made it known that yeah. he's into you and only you. And again, yeah. he's swatting away these girls, and it's like. Yeah. 
But also, and like, I they're not ne- they're even the other girls like they're being a little aggressive, yes, but they're not necessarily like being like you shouldn't talk to Trace, yeah, like whatever. All they're saying is you can learn from a lot of us. Like you can learn other things by getting to know all of us. Like you they're can not make being like take us on. D- they're yeah, not saying you, take us on dates. They're not being like, you shouldn't talk to Trace. They're literally just, just spend saying- spend time with us as a human being that we're living in the same house. Exactly. Like yeah. Edgar has taken Marissa, I believe, like on majority of the dates. But we also see him with other people. Spending same thing time with, with Luke. Other- He's yep. talking to other people all the time. Yeah. Why? Like, I don't know why LaSalle's can't do that. But then he did make a comment. I feel like it is later in this episode. He says something like, I don't need any more girlfriends. And I'm like- no offense. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Like, you don't need yeah. to say that. I don't need any more friends. Yeah. Okay. Ru- That's kind of rude. <laughs> yeah. He's he's rubbing me the wrong way. Sorry. And I just, then ooh. I think the – and then when I saw how excited Trace got when, like, he stood up and, like, yelled to everyone, the only one I'm interested in is Trace romantically. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like, I get it. Like, that's, like, a little alpha male move, like, whatever. But, mm-hmm. like – you guys are starting off so toxic. Like this, yep. it's this is gonna burn fast and then it's gonna explode. Like it's yeah. not good. Like this is not how healthy relationships start. And yep. that means every single time you go out together, party, bar, it's always gonna be an issue. It's always going to be you needing to validate that yeah. she's the only person you have yep. eyes for and stuff. And that's not healthy. That's not normal. No, no. Like, God forbid they go to a bar and people recognize him and they want to yeah. talk to him. She she just seems like she's, she's not going to handle that well. Or she's going to be peeking. <laughs> she's like in the like bathroom hall, like <laughs> in line. Like she's like on the bathroom stall, right? Dude, we're I I'm dead. That camera, the cameraman really set her up, man. He needs a raise though, because the shit's funny. Um, and then I just wrote like I don't know what the single girls are trying to accomplish with LaSalle's. Like I get it, like they're trying to like make a connection yeah. or friendship, like what we said. But also at the same time, he's clearly like yeah. shutting that shit down to the point where it's just like painful to watch you guys try to talk to him. Yeah. And I just don't get why they don't let it go. I'm sure there's a reason why mm-hmm. that like didn't make it into the show or whatever, yeah. but it's very cringe and painful to watch. Yeah, it is. I mean, I wonder if he's just like maybe – I just think it's like alcohol and he's ignoring everyone and they're just annoyed and they've all been living together on Temptation Island and they're all losing their minds a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they're probably just like annoyed by his antics at this point. But I will say it's been like the same thing coming out of Alexis. Alexa's, right? Alexa, yeah. Alexa's mouth where it's like, you did lead me on a little bit. You did play me. But it's like you've had the same conversation with him. And this is where I will defend him in a sense where it's like you are saying the same thing. You're beating a dead horse. And like I would get annoyed too if I were him. Like I would be like, all right, I thought we had this conversation. Why is it every time – I don't know if the drinks were involved, but why is it every time you're saying the same thing? You called me out on it. I apologized to you. And then moving yeah. forward, I didn't do it again. So you're someone who keeps harping on the past. Like, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you because I'm all about like, I want to like girl code, like women empowerment. But at the same time, like we keep it real. And yeah, yeah I'm not 
I'm not on board with how they're acting. Like it's just he's he made it clear. He really like to be honest, they should be thankful because not a lot of guys make it clear like that. Yeah. And he really like laid it out for you and was respectful about it and it's yeah. like enough is enough, you know? Like time to move on and like go hang out with the other guys. Like he's not down. Yeah. Whether like yeah, it might be toxic, it might be codependent, they might crash and burn, but right. that's not your business. That's what he wants to do. Right. So respect it and leave him alone. Exactly. And like the last thing I'll say on it too is again, I I might I mentioned this last episode, but it's like if someone was very noticeably like not interested in me, yeah. I wouldn't want to be around them. Like no, I wouldn't dude. want to like if if someone didn't want to spend time with me, didn't like me, didn't like I just would be so like I would get the ick. I'd be like, okay, like you obviously have a lapse in judgment. I'm thinking about wish it. Wish you the I'm, best. I'm like thinking about it. And if I was constantly pursuing someone who wanted nothing to do with me, I would be like, ew, like fuck off. No offense. I would like, yeah. I'd be like all right, fuck you. Like I'm going to – I'm not exactly. going to force you to like me. I can't force you to want to spend time with me. He's made it very clear. Yeah. You know, he thinks you guys are cool but he's not interested – that's that's that. <laughs> yeah. Keep trying to make him like you. <laughs> no, dude, like on that note, like I think there's like a quote going around because this applies to like real life as well. If mm-hmm. you're like a girl or a guy and like you're really into someone and they're just like not reciprocating or not giving you the energy that like you want and deserve – like, like don't, don't let it get to a point where someone has to tell you twice that they're not into you. Like just remove your energy. There's no yeah. re- there's no reason for an explanation. You just remove your energy. Like w- you don't even need to wish them the best. Like unfollow, delete the text thread. It's like if they're not giving you attention or making you a priority, it's like on to the next. Like yeah. you deserve better than that. Like don't waste your time. Well, and it's like, especially because there's going to be someone out there who who will never give you, yeah, you'll never get mixed signals and it will be reciprocated and you'll be a priority. And it's like, you're never going to feel that way. Exactly. And yeah, and I understand, I understand you're on Temptation Island. I understand there's only four people, you know, you really have, it's tough pickings. You're either in or you're out. Yeah. But like at the same time. You got to cut your losses at some point. You got to throw in the towel. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? It's it's very clear, unfortunately, you didn't make a connection with anyone. And that's okay. Yeah. It's not the end all be all. But Yeah, there's 12 of you and four of them. It's like Yeah. Hard. You got to just kind of cut your losses and keep it moving. Go take yep. some shots with your girls. Yeah. Um, up that free vacay. <laughs> I know, right? Literally, I'd be like tanning. I'd be like freaking danger. I'd be manifesting my future husband like while I'm Hell taking yeah. shots on T.I.'s bread. Okay, so <laughs> um, Blake and Ashley, the emotional connection they have just seems to be getting stronger and stronger. Yeah. Right? Honestly, she deserves that too. I, I just like – what concerns me with Ashley is I'm nervous that – I'm going back to what LaSalle said – at date selection, the very first one, when he said that Mike was not her type. Yeah. I'm not saying that Mike and Blake 
they look, look the like same. This, no, they. You can say it because they do. But they're they, very similar looking, very and they both similar. talk the same, and they both yeah. are kind and patient and laid back, and they are that. Yeah, they the have tattoos that, like, and the skater surfer boy, like California boy look. Yeah, no, they're very, very, very similar. And I'm like, she, ba- like baby boy, I think she has a type. <laughs> like, Either she has a type, or I don't know if she's actually interested in them, and that's where I like that's a hundred percent not her type. Yeah, like, and it it goes back to strictly what he said, like what her yeah. boyfriend literally said about her. Of is seven that, years. Yep, that like he knows. You her. know, he's not worried because Mike wasn't the type, and now she's with Blake. So it's more like I just think. Also, there's always that saying, though, where, like, you'll in- – and I'm not saying that, like, she's going to end up with Blake, but they mm-hmm. always say that the person that you end up with, like, that's going to be, like, your future husband or wife typically isn't your type. So interesting. Yeah. Like, typically isn't the type that you thought was always your type. So maybe, like, that's it because, like, it is very interesting that the two guys that she's had connections with are, like, twins. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, I hope that – I really hope she ends up – I hope that it's real because she deserves it. Like, I'm just at a point where LaSalle's over there doing his own thing. He's, like, tied up in all this drama. He's very invested in Trace. I genuinely hope that Ashley is getting something out of this experience too. Yeah. You can tell and, he is, whether it's good or bad. He's he is. He might be just eating up the attention. I don't know. But Yeah. And I will say that's one thing though that I'm kind of worried about for her because I feel like so far her experience is seeming to be kind of similar to mine. I think mine was more extreme, but it there's definitely some parallels and based on just like how she's going through the process, I feel like she's just kind of like going with the flow and just kind of like watching the bonfires and seeing what's happening with LaSalle's. And I don't feel like Mm -hmm. she's really growing at all herself. She just keeps talking about how there's not an emotional connection. It's been seven years. Like, but I don't really know anything about her and her journey. You know what I mean? Are you getting the same Oh my gosh. I said this. I said this from literally episode one. Yeah. I think that she's a beautiful girl. I think she seems super, super nice. She seems genuine. Everything with the both of them, everything looks perfect on paper. I'm just so confused. I don't understand it. Like I don't know anything about her. I don't know anything about him really. Like everything is just, I keep saying this, surface level with the two of them. And And I feel like the other couples, how we said we're surface level, we're starting to get really deep with the other couples. Yeah, because you're seeing growth with the other couples, whether it be physical with other people, emotional with other people. You see the tears. You see everything from the other six people. And I'm going to be honest, like I don't see much from Ashley and the Cells. No, no, no. I, I really don't. And I just – maybe that's how they are and that's okay. Maybe they're more reserved. That's fine. I just yeah. hope that internally this experience is helping them. Yeah. Like, I really do. Yeah, because oh, right now, right now, I'm just, I just don't know if she's really getting a lot out of this because it doesn't seem like she is, like, at all. Yeah, and it you know what? just seems like she's going with the flow. And I will say, too, that as much as, um, you know, we're kind of giving LaSalle some shit, 
I feel like he is getting something out of this experience. He's low-key realizing I have someone who I love, but I also do want someone else. That's a very like tough thing to juggle. And like, you know what I mean? So I feel like he, as much as it's kind of annoying for Ashley and it's hard for us to watch because the drama with Trace and him is like yeah. childish, I I do feel like he is all in for the – yeah. The experience, which is good. You have to be that way. A hundred percent. So have you noticed, because I've noticed this, George is always feeding Iris. I literally wrote, Iris and George talking. He cooks for her. I love that. (laughs) He cooks for her all the time and pours her wine. Like it's a regular thing. And I'm like, I kind of want him to cook me a meal because I'm intrigued. Like he's always cooking for her. I feel like George is like low key, like the star of the show here. Like Right? He's like he's sneakily like such a good guy, cooks yeah. for her, very handsome, like a, yeah. just all around like the he's a winner of what they should cast when they're looking for singles because you can yeah. tell he's genuine. Oh, you know 100%. what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's the people you need to tempt us with. You need to tempt us with like good people. Yeah, I and know, right? That's what I also, that would tempt me. Right, what he makes looks bomb. Tempt me with some food. <laughs> bomb as hell. And then he pours her like wine and then he asks her how it is. Like he's just – he is something else. I mean, yeah, George is a good one. We need more of George. Like I'm team Tommy and George. I need to yeah, some more Yeah, 100%. Though. So Jillian is sitting outside like on that little couch with Tommy and she's like, we need to have boundaries. And this is where like I talked a little bit about it our last episode. She is so type A and a control freak. I freaking it cracks me up because she like I relate to it because I like I'm open about this. I don't really participate in like hookup culture like I I only like hook up with people if I like have a real connection and like yeah. want to like maybe be with them, be with them. Yeah, for sure. For um, sure. That's I'm just like how way. I, yeah, like that's how I operate in my life. And like I get hookup culture is like totally a thing and no judgment at yeah. all to anyone that participates in it. It's how our society is. It's not for me. And based on this conversation that she's having with Tommy, I feel I'm getting a little hint that she might be like that too because she's like, we need boundaries. Like she's kind of stressed about it, but she's She's also like, I really like you and like, I want you in my bed, but I don't want it to get too far. Right. And it was so funny. Tommy's response where he's like, okay, he's like, I don't know what that means. Like, he's he's so I don't understand. I don't understand. (laughs) It's like, I'm not sure what's happening, but like, let's go to bed. (laughs) I I do think it's cute though. Yeah. I think that she is still trying to respect Edgar she has like yeah. that respect for herself, but then she's yeah. also she's you know, like I have I a connection, like, and I feel this, and it's like it feels right. Like she's yeah. trying to navigate it in a respectful way. Like you can tell right. her mind is in a lot of different places. Yeah, yeah. Like in that moment, and I was like, I thought that was a cool moment that they showed because it showed like she's like legit, like kind of struggling. Like yeah. I would be struggling too. No, I'm a. I'm a real big fan of her. Like, seriously. Yeah. I think that she like, – I like her a lot everything too. Everything I'm seeing with her experience is exactly, I feel like, how it should be. Yeah. You start off, you're upset, you don't know, and then you're questioning your relationship because we all go there because we all have questions. Like, that's normal. But then yeah. she's also like – she's pursuing someone consistently and then she's inching her way into it. And there's no right or wrong way to do the experience. I'm not saying that yeah. there's – again, like, it's right or wrong. 
But I just love the way she's going about it. And, like, I really – I I, I enjoy watching her too. Like I think she's super funny, like super cute. Her and she's, Tommy just make me happy, honestly. Yeah. And also she's extremely well-spoken she and has is. like a very high vocabulary. Like that's something that I noticed. I was like, damn, like this girl is very, very well-spoken. Like and different – like her word choices. I'm like, well, girl, you, you're just – you're kind of killing it. Like Dude, she's boss babe. Love it. Nothing I said on the show made sense. <laughs> Everything <laughs> I was saying was just like absolutely like, – third grade like did not make any sense looking back I was I so love it. I was like cringing it was an oh overwhelming my time like I told you my first three days of filming I was just like a social anxiety ridden mess so I was weird as hell too it was like all of my friends too Kristen Erica and Chelsea they were so well spoken and then it would be like my turn at the bonfire and I was either sobbing or just like not making sense like yeah. everything I said was just Oh my gosh. It's, it's hard though. It's hard. Yeah, when you're emotional, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, Hanya like has his little breakdown over his like past cheating, like when he's in front of the – it starts yeah. in his bedroom. He like has his little breakdown. He's looking at his pictures. He goes downstairs. The girls are like hugging him and he's just like admitting, like word vomiting everything he did. Like I – and it's weird for me to say this because like of like my history with like cheaters, but yeah. like – I actually feel for him and I, I feel like it's very genuine. I feel like it's hitting him that he's made some really bad mistakes yeah. and has like treated someone very poorly. And I think it's starting to hit him all at once and he's not making excuses for it. He's owning yeah. it so fully. He even said, it's like, I'm saying to her, like, I'm sorry for being a jerk and sorry yeah. for doing things when I'm still doing them. Yeah, and yeah, I was him. like, he's really like he knows he fucked up, and he has some big changes he needs to make. Yeah, him saying that he's still doing it because I wrote too. I was like, I actually feel really bad for him because yeah, again, I know what it feels like to to kind of regret the way that you have treated others. Like I felt that a lot on my experience and it was so hard because again, you can't express that to them. Yeah. But I will say like, I'm just so scared that when they leave, I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to leave together, but I'm, I'm scared for him because same, it just screams toxic. It, yeah. As a person, yeah. I I am he's growing on me. I see a lot of growth. But oh, if I he, like him a lot too. If he cannot break this cycle, he is going to remain a toxic cuz right now he's toxic. Yeah. I'm not even just saying their relationship. I'm saying right now he yeah. seems like a toxic person and I've been toxic before. Well, like I'm not has. saying that I'm not trying to point the finger, but he seriously needs to keep this same energy off the island with yeah. or without her because it is not okay to treat people like this. No. And I learned that about myself. I was never cheating on my exes. Yeah. I never cheated on Corey. But like I said so willingly and so open, openly on the show, there were certain things that I w- weren't – I wasn't very nice sometimes. Yeah. I can be to- – I was toxic. And yeah. I genuinely think that I'm – a very different person. I'm extremely proud of myself, my friends and family, everyone sees it and I can I'm not bragging, I'm proud of myself. You but should it takes brag a lot of work. You're proud of yourself. Yeah. It brag takes away. a lot of work and 
he he really he really needs to step up to the plate Continue when he it. leaves the island because this yeah. all is amazing. I love it. I I honestly am starting to like him. But it means nothing when you leave if you don't change. Yeah. And the thing about like being toxic and I like I'm a believer that everyone has been toxic at some point in their life. Yeah. And if you're a person that says that you haven't been, like you're probably the most toxic of all. Yeah. <laughs> I just think when you're a toxic person or have toxic traits, one thing to like keep in mind and to take into real life from this podcast you guys have one life to live. Mm -hmm. And if you do not take the time to figure out what about you is toxic, what, mm -hmm. how you live your life is toxic, and then like dissect that and yeah. fix those issues, this one shot that you got at life, you are literally going yeah. to destroy it. And yeah. it's just going to be an absolute shitstorm the entire time that you're on this earth. Yep. Who wants that? Like that's a miserable existence. Like yeah. figure your shit out, heal yourself yeah. like, and live a healthy, amazing, yeah. incredible life. Like you don't want to live your one shot toxic and miserable yeah. and just hurting yourself and others. Like that's ridiculous. And I feel like if you're toxic, it's because there's certain things about you you're not happy with. Yeah. But there's a reason that you're not happy fully internally, which is why you are, you know, I have those traits, have yeah. those traits. And I don't know. I'm just, I, I, I hope just he get, carries I get it. nervous yeah. that it's, he's just going to revert back. I'm not saying he will. I hope he doesn't, but I am nervous because a lot I of the times people do. Yeah. I will say though, too, though, and I'm not like blaming Ash at all. Um, this is something that I need to work on. I'm, I will have to work on for the rest of my life. Like I have always been drawn to toxic men mm. and like bad boys. And like, that's like yeah. my thing. That's like some people are addicts. Okay. I am like an addict to toxic men. Yeah. Like it's something I own it. it it's my fault. Um, like my, not my fault, but like, it's my flaw. Right. And I think you have to actively not be with people that you're toxic with. Like if you are with someone and you start feeling yourself getting sucked into shit and you start being toxic, like you yeah. really have to actively be with certain people. And I think maybe Hanya and Ash are toxic together and they can't yeah. be together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Does that I make sense? Like, no. Yeah. I, I feel that entirely. I think that they both I just don't think that they are a good match for no. a, a long-term stable relationship. Yeah, I don't think they bring out good qualities in each other. Nope. Um, I I have to say the the two girls. I think it was like Juicy and Paige when they were on the. Couch. I literally <laughs> said laughing. the claws are coming out, man. They were laughing their asses off of the girls going in circles again. It reminded me. I was like, if me and Aaron were on that island, me and you would be the two girls on the couch. <laughs> Like oh laughing at Glasses the girls going through. Except we would have like drinks in our hand. Like what the fuck right? is going on? Dude, oh my gosh. This poor guy. He like can't catch a break. It's, it's like every – the same thing. Like I, I – again, I have to defend him in a sense where he said, I thought we just had this conversation yesterday. Literally. Like just, just because had you it. have the conversation drunk 
doesn't mean you need to have it again sober. Just because no. you had it on Monday doesn't mean you have to have it again on Friday. Like you had the conversation. It's done. It's done. Even you don't live. need to like yeah. – it's not going to change. Like, And that's Even where I live. start feeling sorry for him because – he can't be more clear. Yeah. <laughs> even Liv at the end of it, she was like, uh, like you were kind of going in circles. Like even Liv was like, and she was like in on the whole thing too. Like, I don't know. Like yeah. that was that that was painful to watch I mean, that whole thing. She kept saying misleading. The same the, the word misleading. over and over. Over and over and over and over again. And I'm like, I think in like the second episode or something, there was a point where maybe he was giving off that energy. Maybe. I think we talked about it. But never again did I think anything he did was misleading. And that's almost why I have questions for Trace because on the same like – Like where are you getting – Yeah, like where is she getting it from? Like nothing about him – If any – if he's misleading anyone right now in this point in time, it's Ashley. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Blake made that adorable picnic for Ashley. I know. That was very cute. He like set it all up. He got the strawberries, the little pillows. There was a good bar. I mean, yeah, that that was very, very cute. I was here for it. Were you laughing about the guitar? I was about to say, what am I going to say about the guitar? If he started, if he whipped out that guitar and started strumming away, I would have changed. I would have had to change the I, it is such a kind gesture. I'm just, it's me. I'm awkward. I can't have. We're on the same page because I would die. If I was on camera and he just like busted out and saw that, I'd be like, no shit. I would like literally be like, yo. Actually, you know what's really funny is Evan from my season. Uh huh. I took him on a soccer date. Didn't know it was about soccer, by the way. I didn't pick you, the date. I was like, you would take him on I did not know. And we played soccer golf or something. And he rapped for me. He made a rap for me. Like, oh, my Jesus name in it and everything. And he was, like, <laughs> rapping to me. And they didn't show it. But it was the same thing. Like, I was sitting there like, he was good. He was good. I think he's actually pursuing rapping. But <laughs> I just was like, where? what should I do? <laughs> what do I do with yeah. my hands? Like, yeah. <laughs> It's like when people like sing you happy birthday in a restaurant and you want to die. <laughs> like yep. that shit. Yeah. No. That's exactly abso- it. Absolutely not. Um, elimination. Oh, and, no? No. I wanted to say before we get into the elimination. Yeah. One thing that Ashley said that was really sad. And again, I'm just like, why would you stay with someone for seven years if this is how it always was? I think Blake like asks her – um about how like did you guys not have an emotional connection from the beginning or did it just kind of like disappear over time like you lost it and she was like I this is a direct quote she's like I feel like it was never there to begin with I just don't understand how you can meet someone and commit to them and stay with them and have a life with them for seven years if you never even felt that spark from day one yeah Because even like people that I've been with where it's been really toxic, it's like even if I don't want to admit it, there was like a spark at one time. You know what I mean? It's like there's always – with someone you have a life with, like there – there's a spark at one time. Like that's yeah. how thing, that's how you end up together. How was that never there and you spent seven years? Well, that's – what he asked her is what I said 
in the beginning of our podcast, like episodes ago, was that I questioned if maybe because it's been so long, same thing, she forgot that there was a spark there or it's just been so long that, or like maybe yeah. they used to have the hard conversations because in the beginning, you're in the honeymoon phase. You like yeah. are getting to know each other. You ask the intimate details. You're super like in love. So I wondered if it was there and they did have the conversations, but then but it's been no, so long they forgot. And now it was never it, freaking there, which is so crazy to me. I I don't like <laughs> we just they, both got so quiet. We're like, wait, bruh. Yeah, no, it I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe they're paid actors. <laughs> I really like it is so puzzling to me. Like I feel like I'm pretty good at reading people and yeah. reading situations better than most. And I really am like so, so stumped. And I'm actually yeah. talking with her about getting her on the podcast. Yeah. So I feel like if we do. Getting her we, on the podcast or her own yeah. podcast? No, oh, okay. like getting her on our podcast yeah. as a guest. It hasn't been locked in yet or anything. But if we get her on, like, I need her to explain this to me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have some questions. They're gonna be some hard <laughs> questions. I feel like I I've been. No, I will say out of the four couples, I'm probably the toughest on the two of them. Yeah, only because I'm confused. I have so nothing confused. to base it off of. Like, I can't, like. I don't really know how to describe them or to explain yeah. what's going on because, again, it's it's kind of been the same conversations with people for the past now five episodes. Yeah, so I'm no, kind of it's, losing. I don't know what else to say anymore. Yeah, it's tough. So that was like really jarring to me because I, I think was she like, would. Okay. Yeah, I think she would it be was, a great guest though. He would too. Yeah, for real. Um, okay, so elimination. So I have to know, as a former girlfriend of Temptation Island, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on this way of elimination? Because I have thoughts. I think it's fucking iconic, to be honest. <laughs> I you think it's like it? I fucking hate it, dude. Because like, this is my thing. If I was like connecting with a guy, like for example during my season, if like the girls voted off or or if the guys voted off like Val or Jack or any of those guys that I was like hanging out with a lot, I would have been freaking pissed. Like this this is the thing. Like the T.I. is not about the singles. I'm sorry if that sounds harsh, but it isn't about the singles. Yeah. It's about the it's about the couples and their journey, and that's what the entire show is based on. So if you yeah. are going to fuck with my journey and send my connections home, like yeah, and it's not about you, like that bothers the shit out of me. Like I'd be so yeah. pissed. But this is also my mindset too. What? There's so much like that us four, like, heroes, quote-unquote, they call us, like, the heroes because, like – Yeah, like, main cast. cast. You got what I'm saying? Yeah. Four heroes. Yeah. There's so much we don't see or hear that the single guys say behind our backs. So that and is I was facts. Th- I was thinking about this. Like, there has to be a reason these guys, like, don't – and girls. I'm saying, like, the girls, the single girls, too, like, yeah. don't like one another. So in my mindset, I'm thinking if I'm talking to a guy who's like to me outwardly like really into me, 
like putting his time and effort, we're hooking up and stuff. But then when he leaves, he's going and talking shit on me. And people know that. I would yeah. love for them to like vote him out. And like if they could give an explanation, I think that's a great idea because I know firsthand on my season, there was so much drama with the single guys that none of it was shown. But there was people like I like I love Shaq so much. He would fill me in on certain things that would happen when I wouldn't be around and he would just be like, dude, like this person's shady, this person's seedy, like he doesn't actually like you, like all this stuff that I needed to hear. He kind of like filled me in. And I'm not saying people don't lie. Like I don't think Shaq was lying and I know I'm sure people can, but I think that's more also a reason they could do it that way because of the stuff we don't see. You get what I'm saying? Like I was very confused. I get what you're saying. I do. Uh, and I will say on my season, that same exact thing would happen. Like they, the guys would go back and like they would talk shit or be like, I don't want to be here. Like they would have like different personalities than what they would show us. And there were guys that yeah. like the next day, they, they would come over and like take us aside and be like, hey, like this guy said that, this yep. guy said that. Yep. And it did influence our eliminations. Like we had yeah. like full blown like elimination ceremonies, like a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And based on what guys told us the four of us girls we would like get together and we would hash it out and talk and be like okay Nicole like what connections are you making Shari what connections are you making okay like they told us this about Johnny like da 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 and then we would come together and we would decide so I feel like they they didn't need to do the elimination this way because we were already kind of doing that on our own and the thing about this elimination that's that annoys me is Let's be real, okay? A lot of these guys, because we're about to talk about it, they voted Taylor off because he's a threat and he's getting all the freaking airtime. And a lot of these guys just want to stay on for the free vacation. Do you think you know? that's it? I questioned. See, I questioned if it was You think because he's not genuine? I don't know. I like, I'm really starting to like Taylor actually. Like I, I don't personally think he's a bad guy anymore. No, I, I like mean, him like, too. But I could see the guys like knowing more than like Ash does or the girls and are maybe yeah. like, it, I think I mean, they're just trying to stay. What? I think they're just trying to stay on the Island. I don't think they give a shit. Yeah. I mean, that's a good strategy. They're probably like, let's get rid of every person. <laughs> right. This is also, this is also what I think too. I think that, um, I think that, the show has been kind of slow compared to past seasons. And I think production yeah. was like, yo, we got to really shake some shit up. And they had like a meeting right. and they were like, we're going to do this like crazy elimination, like first time in Temptation yeah. Island history. <laughs> There's going to be rings. There's going to be like a whole ceremony. The guys are going to vote each other off. We're going to get high ratings. Like it was like a Wait. whole like they plotted that shit <laughs> for sure. Plot plot twist. What? Jillian uses her promise ring as the ring. <laughs> they're like, they're like, in order to save Tommy, you need to put your promise ring on his pinky finger. I'm fucking dead. Edgar dies in the other house when he sees it as bonfire. Oh my god, he would be in the ocean just swimming away, <laughs> literally. So Taylor gets voted off. He's one of the five. My jaw I- dropped. I know. I was pretty like, damn, like these guys. Again, I'm starting to get a sweet spot for him. I actually, my jaw dropped. I was like, there's no way it's leaving. It's staying like this. 
you could tell he was shook up too as like that he kept getting more rings on his thing. He was like, yo, like yeah. this is really happening. And all the girls, they were cracking me up. They're all like holding on to Ash. <laughs> like, drama. Like the Dude. drama. I can't even I can't even say anything because I'm telling you I'm the most dramatic person I know. But they're all like, baby, it's okay. It's okay. They're hugging her. She's See? sobbing. <laughs> See, I'm so not like that. Like, I would never like. I would be like upset. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I would be upset. But that level of emotion yeah. and devastation yeah. for a dude you just met, I cannot relate to. Like, I, I that's just like that's not me, man. She was literally like it was like someone was dying before her very eyes. No, like, it was like literally sob, and I cried sending Shaq home. Because that was my boy. Like, we were super And you had, like, cold. an emotional connection. Like, yeah. Like, I get crying or being upset, but that was, like, next level. Like, <laughs> and they were like, all just, like, cuddling her. Like, it's okay. We're, we're going to – we'll figure it out. I was like, oh, this is too much. <laughs> Literally, I think um, Ash quoted – she said it was absolute devastation. Wow. Like, that's, like – absolute devastation like i've i've been in absolute devastation and that ain't it (laughs) yeah it's not yeah that two minutes of those girls holding you i don't think was absolute devastation oh my gosh yeah so then obviously they saved taylor and they immediately as soon as like mark gave the options it was like all the girls that were like yeah we know what we're doing yes yes we know I mean, those two better leave the island together or – Right. After that episode – I know. They better um, frolic together for the rest of their lives. All right. Now we're at girls' elimination. Oh, my God. So what did you think about that? I mean, I was a little just con- – Confused. I guess I don't want to say confused. So who they eliminated, Riley, Bree, Emily, Megan, and Olivia. Yeah. But then they say they want to save Megan, so they swap her and Alexa, which which shocked me because yeah, we didn't we haven't seen anything with Megan. Of Megan. Okay, that's they want to get to know her. So this is my thing. So you know how I was saying how Luke he's like dating different girls and he's not like sticking to one because he's learning from different people and getting advice mm-hmm. and he's growing. He made a comment when the boys like went aside and they were talking about if they're going to save anyone or swap or whatever. He was like, I was going to take Megan on a date. So I Mm. think even though we haven't seen anything from her, I think for um, for like Luke's journey, maybe they were talking in the house and like she's like the next girl that he wanted to spend time with and like connect with and like learn from. Mm -hmm. And I think Alexa won't freaking leave LaSalle's alone. And it's just it's becoming of uncomfortable situation yeah. for a lot of people. So I think that's what happened. I think even though we haven't really seen anything from Megan, Luke wanted to take her out on the date. LaSalle's is like, Alexa is causing me a lot of shit. And they were just like, we got to swap those two. Yeah. I feel like know, that's why. You know that if they were to have the normal eliminations like that we have or that we Alexa had. Alexa would have been gone. She would have been gone. Exactly. Like, say it. But yeah, she would have been gone. Easily. So I think that's what went down with that whole scenario. Um, So then they have like their little 70s party. I'm loving Mm -hmm. all the themes. 
I'm jealous. I wish I could teleport into all of these parties and just lit it up with all of them. And the outfits are freaking adorable. Um, at the Mardi Gras party, because nothing really happened at the 70s party, right? They were just like living it up, doing body shots. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, like nothing yeah. crazy. Um, at the Mardi Gras party, we freaking finally – a lot of tongues. We see a lot of kissing. <laughs> I was going to say, Tommy kissed Jillian. It was hot. It was like up against that wall. I was like feeling the chemistry. Dude. And then she's – Back to what we were saying a little bit ago, she definitely overthinks a lot. She's really in her head about this. Like yeah. you can tell she wants him and she wants to be like physical and intimate with him, but she's definitely like really in her head about it. Yeah. Yeah. She's nervous because she's wondering – because they're so different, I feel like. Um, Luke, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Edgar, Edgar. and – Tommy, because they're so different, I think she questions, like, is she making the right choice by pursuing Tommy? Yeah. Because she's so used to someone like Edgar. Like, she's used to Edgar. And, and I understand that. But And Tommy and Edgar are so different. The two of them, Tommy and Jillian, I'm like, I am like so – I really like Edgar too, but I just love Jillian I just and think, Tommy. Yeah, I just think Tommy and Jillian make more sense. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Um, and then freaking Ash and Taylor, Taylor are just <laughs> going at getting, it. They're getting hot and heavy. It's like she saved him from elimination. It was like she saved herself from absolute devastation. And now they are just I mean going balls to the she, wall. Listen, she told us <laughs> she was a physical person. And now we're really seeing it. And now we're not hearing it anymore. We're seeing it. (laughs) We're seeing it. She's like straddling him. She's she's all about it. Um, I thought it was super cute that Iris got voted the Mardi Gras queen. Yeah. Right? No, I really like Iris. She's adorable. Yeah, she's like just living her best life. And she She just like – she seems so free. Like I think she said that in a bonfire or was it this bonfire she said that? I don't know. She says – Somewhere she says that she's so she feels so free, and that was like the first moment I was like, she looks like she, yeah. um, feels so free. Well, and she said a comment too where she's like, you know what? I realized that I can still have fun and be respectful to my relationship. Like I think yeah. that's a direct quote from her. She was like, I is. realized that I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm having fun. Exactly. And that's not crossing any boundaries. I'm still being respectful. Like there's yeah. nothing wrong with what I'm doing. And I think Luke is doing the same thing. He's doing similar. He's realized that he yep. can have a good time and also still be in love with someone. Yeah. And then um and then it pans over to Luke. I think he's in his bedroom with yeah. one of the girls and he's just crying and emotional mm-hmm. and he's talking about how he's becoming like emotionally vulnerable and available and he, yeah. he loves who he's growing into. And honestly, I don't think I've ever done this big of a 180 for any cast <laughs> member before. Like I really went from like he – Honestly, like it was like nails on a chalkboard for me. Like he really irked me. And now I almost want to like hang out with him in person and like apologize because I'm such a fan now. Like it's it's like really a drastic difference. I know. And it's typical like TI fashion to just like show the one person person having a great time and then the significant other just like sobbing. Like that was so mine and Corey's story. It's so on brand for TI. It would literally be me being like (laughs) – I know. 
miss him. And then it would just show him like doing a body shot. <laughs> right. Living <laughs> his best that. life. They love that. Um, but I will say just to like quickly add this on, I really don't think that people realize how hard the experience is. And it's so know. easy to be like, oh my gosh, like you're crying so much. Like, you know, I, when we were talking about Ash and the Taylor situation. Like I'm sure that was very hard for her. Like, yeah. Yes, there were a In lot of moment. tears, but it is such an emotional experience and you don't have sleep, you're barely eating, yeah. you barely have water, you're drunk half the time, you're hungover. Like it is a very, very – you're just emotional it's all the time. intense. Yeah. It's really, really, really intense. Like I – um my anxiety mind you I was like going through other stuff besides just like the experience of TI but my anxiety I was like fighting for my life on that island like I have never experienced anxiety like that in my life same same and like I have like a pretty severe anxiety disorder and it was like honestly it was like a battle every day there like it really was like fighting for my life so yeah, whenever anyone like talks shit, like any like fans or viewers, they're like, oh my God, like they're just like on TV, like mm-hmm. living it up, hooking up, drinking alcohol. It's like you wouldn't survive 24 hours in that environment. Nope. Like, yeah, a lot There's- of people have no idea. It's fucking crazy. I was going to say. There's a reason that we were chosen out of yeah. like the hundreds of thousands of people literally who because it's literally survival of the fittest. <laughs> survival of the fittest, dude. Like, it is gnarly. Like, and the amount of like background checks and like every type of like yeah. test we had to take, like going into it, like you have to be like a certain type of human to get on a show like that. No, literally. I remember <laughs> so because you have like your psych eval and yeah. like I was very, very honest in my psych evaluation. Like he like sat me down. He's like, so what's going on? Like mental health history. And I was like, well, like I have generalized anxiety disorder. I have like yeah. ADHD. Um, and like I've su- I suffer from depression. Mm-hmm. And he was like, um, he was like, okay, like let's talk about depression. And he's like, have you ever been clinically depressed? Sorry if this is getting like too deep for everyone, but I feel like people should like know like how this works and like yeah. the type of shit that they ask you. So he's like, have you ever been clinically depressed? And I was like, actually, yeah. Like when I was 18, I like broke up with my first love of like three years, like my mm-hmm. high school sweetheart, and I did not handle it well. Yeah. Like it was really bad yeah. and blah, blah. And he, he like looked at me. And he was like, so why should I put you on a show that you might get your heart broken if, like, you've already dealt with the heartbreak that made you, like, clinically depressed? Like, that's like, I don't think I should be putting you on in an environment like this. And I was like, honestly, I was like, if I get my heart broken, like, I'm going to be devastated. And I might be a little depressed at first. I was like, but, like. I'm a different person now. Like I've been yeah. through the worst. I can get through anything. Yeah. Like I love life. I'm excited for my future. Like I'll get through it. And he's like, right. okay. He's like, right answer. So when people are like, it's not that hard, you get asked crazy questions like that about your mental health by a psychiatrist before yep. they even allow you on the show yeah. because they know how intense yep. it's going to and- be. We had to yeah. take like a 500 question questionnaire. Oh, yeah. An IQ test. An IQ test. We had to get like blood work done. We had to sit down with a yeah, like psychiatrist, like talk to him about your life, your parents, your childhood, yeah. 
all of it. Everything. You lay it out on the table and they basically are like, can this person handle this environment? Because it yeah. is not it is not week. butterflies and shun- sunshine <laughs> no. and roses all the time. We're on an island for sure of Maui, but honestly, like I don't know if I'll ever go back. <laughs> like, I know. Like, I haven't I haven't been back since then. And it's weird because I used to live in Hawaii. So I used to go to all the different islands all the time. Yeah. And I feel like it's something I need to do for like my own like sanity and closure. Like I need to go back. I mean, I would for sure probably go back like if I could be a single. Like honestly, I feel like girl, it would be a whole different experience. Up, (laughs) it would be a whole different experience. Could you imagine the two of us just like? It would be we would pure comedy. (laughs) Love it, but like, yeah, I mean, we definitely had to go through a lot. I wanted to ask you too, while we're on this little tangent, before we get back on track. Another thing that happened for me where it was an intense experience, I don't know if this happened to you as well because I was like really struggling for yeah. a lot of the show. Like I I joke about it and like I laugh about it, but right. they, I was like really struggling. Like, so, yeah. And they basically couldn't send me home because I was the main storyline. Right. So like it actually – yeah, so it was like really a tough spot for me and production because they knew I was like falling apart and losing weight and not eating and my anxiety was out of control. I'm having panic attacks. Yeah. But they couldn't send me home because right. even though I wanted to go home because the whole fucking show was based about me and fucking Evan Morgan. So a psychiatrist, right. they would literally send a psychiatrist to my bedroom personally <laughs> and take my mic off for like an hour Same. or two on a regular basis just to check in with me and make sure like I'm good and like I'm no. to get me back on track because I was there like was, falling off the deep end. There was one date. It was like my like fourth maybe date with Griffin. Like it was the fourth date and I took Griffin again uh-huh. and like shit hit the fan behind the scenes. I was like cursing out JP. Shout out to JP. Fucking love him so much. But it was like <laughs> I just started spewing out all this shit, all this trauma yeah. that no one knew about. And I was like, you guys have no idea what I've gone through. Like X, Y, yeah. and Z. I'm like yelling at JP, whatever. <laughs> I go back to my room like You're after like, the And date. enter the psychiatrist. And all of a sudden, I just get a little knock. Hey, I'm dead. Uh, nice to meet you. <laughs> how you doing, gorgeous? Uh, I've been watching you in the control room and, and we I was to told to come check on you. Oh my God, it was so funny. But you know what? The worst part of it all, like I loved him. He is, I don't know if we had the same psychiatrist. He was the nicest. Yeah. He was, was really so nice, too. nice. He gave me his card. Like he literally was like, call me whenever, like the nicest guy ever. And we had great conversations and he was like, you're fine. Like, I know you're not going to like, yeah, go jump in the Pacific Ocean. Like you're good. Yeah. But we did have a good talk, but I like walk out of my bedroom afterwards and I look and everyone's in the kitchen and I'm literally like you guys couldn't have like made it a little less known that I had to talk to this doctor because I know of, like, right mental health like he I'm walked dead. in and the, my room was basically all glass so I could see him yeah. coming and when I saw him coming I'm literally looking and it's like Griffin like all these people standing around the kitchen just like watching him walk in my room not going in anyone else's room watching him walk in my room and then at the end afterwards I like walked out with him and everyone's in there I'm like 
Y'all couldn't have had my back thank, a little bit and like sent everyone to like the pool. Dude, thank God that didn't happen to me. I would have been so embarrassed because he was coming on like a regular basis. Like he was coming like every few days. Oh, and then, um, yeah, like he was coming pretty often. So they were very discreet about it though. And then oh, for me, did- they had no regard. <laughs> they said, <laughs> fuck this girl. Fuck this. <laughs> oh my God. And then after my fawn, my final bonfire, mm-hmm. we can talk more about this whenever we recap. But yeah, after my final final bonfire, I actually I ran off before they stopped filming. Like I ended that scene for production. Like they didn't end it or tell us to stop filming. Like I ran off and got in the Escalade. We'll dive into that when we recap. It was a fucking <gasps> scene, dude. It was crazy shit. So the so I get in the Escalade and they take me up um and then I going I get into a van cuz they were going to take me to my hotel and while I'm in the van mm-hmm. I see the psychiatrist running up the hill. He's like full blown <laughs> sprinting, okay? And he gets into the van with me. He's like I saw everything. He's like we have to chat. And he's like, I'm not get paid enough. I hope they pay him well. He's great. (laughs) He chatted, Aaron. We talked in that fucking minivan for two and a half hours before they took me back to my hotel. (laughs) Two and a half hours. And then he gave me like his phone number. And then after, yeah, after I got back from TI, because I'm such like a, I'm the type of person where I just like, I deal with my own issues like on my own. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't like, I'm very like I internalize everything. So when I go through something like really bad, I just like isolate myself and I figure it out on my own. So Mm. no one like heard from me after that shit. And everyone was like worried. They're like, is she going to like off herself? Like trigger warning. No, (laughs) but like for real, everyone was like very, very worried about me. And he was like calling me on a regular basis. Like, do you want to talk? Like, let's chat. Like anytime it's free, like come see me. Like he was such a good guy. Like me and him were tight. That like they – they went above and beyond. They I did. They took care of you in that sense because I will say I don't know if everyone got that same treatment, but for me personally, I was very close with the TI psychiatrist. I mean, I think it's like uh, like all jokes aside, when people see reality TV stars, and I'm again, oops, air quoting the stars. No one can see me, but like when when people think about us, they think that we knew we know what we signed up for. Yeah, you know, no. well, you did this to yourself or whatever. No, you don't. You don't know what you're signing up for. Yeah. You think it's a completely different experience than what You have what an idea. Happened. Yeah. You have, you have an, an idea. But then you get there and it's just like I mean, it's you know, so much more intense than what you could have yeah. ever imagined. Yeah. Like, you know, we knew why we were going on Temptation Island. Like, we knew we signed up to literally date other people. That's not a yeah. shock. But, like, you don't know the actual, like – details and behind the scenes of what's about to happen and all that is extremely stressful so I do feel like I don't know how other shows go I can't speak on them but it's so important that they provide like mental health like oh they have or like resources for people who have done reality shows and who are struggling because yeah it's a very like you're on this high from leaving from doing a show, then you're on this low because you're like, well, what do I do now? And then you're back on yeah. the high when it airs, and then you're back on this low, and then you're reliving things. Yeah, you, it's, it's a lot. There should be more resources for people post reality shows because it's a very, it can be a very dark time for certain people. 
I struggled and, a lot. Yeah. You know, on the island and after the island for a while, I still sometimes like think about things and it's you don't have anyone really to go to. Yeah, and I think too like while we're like hitting on this because again, trigger warning what I'm about to say, but it's become really common sadly and horrifically like different like people on the bachelor reality um tv shows that mm-hmm. have committed suicide and like had yeah. really struggled with mental health it's because like it's very hard to like go on this like what you just said on like a high and then you are kind of stuck in limbo because it's like you're a zealous celebrity and you still a yep. lot of us still have to live totally normal lives and like have a mm-hmm. 9 to 5 and stuff but you don't have a totally normal life so you're just in this very weird in between right. phase with all of this trauma mm-hmm. and this shit that you have to keep reliving and have to right. always continue to heal from and it yeah. just for some people it's just too fucking much man it's like yeah. it's net you can never be normal but you're also not like an a-list celebrity so you know yeah. what i mean like it's just no, a I, constant in between and it's a kind of a dark place <laughs> like it's very, it can, it can, it's very hard yeah no it's Truly. it can be gnarly we All went right, we on need to get back on track though because I can already tell this is going to be a long episode. We're going to have to yeah. talk fast. Okay. <laughs> so, um, this is they're at their parties. Luke was just in bed with Paige, but not okay. in a sexual way, talking about his yes. growth, crying, and then it pans over to Edgar and Marissa, and it's just like he's talking about just he's nervous how much he likes her and. Yeah. He just seems to be really falling for her. And then I thought it was so cute. Jillian and Tommy, again, she's just like overthinking things and just fighting herself, fighting the fact that she wants him. And they're kind of like playing like little game of like cat and mouse. And she – um, I forget who – I think he like is saying like maybe like I shouldn't stay because he like doesn't know if yes. she like wants him to stay or go. And then yeah. she makes the comment. She's like, so you want to go sleep in your bunk bed? Kind of like yeah. teasing him. I was yeah. like, oh, that is so some shit I would have said. It's cute. Yeah. No, I love the little cat and mouse game. And it like makes like the it's so much more fun like whenever they do like if they do like kiss or hook up like it's going to be like so much better because they've done this little tension dance, you know? know. Do you think they're going to like hook up, hook up? like go all the way. I don't think so. I don't know. I think eventually. You do think eventually? I think eventually. I think that I mean so they already kissed. I think that Edgar's going to see it. I mean, he's got to see it at a bonfire. And yeah. then I think he's going to go balls to the wall and then like I think that because she's already interested in Tommy, she's going to be like, "Well, he's doing it. I'm doing it." type thing. Yeah. Um You know what I mean? I don't know though. I feel like she – I think they might, like, sleep in the same bed and, like, kiss and make out and, like, it might get a little hot and heavy. But I don't know if she's the kind of girl that would have sex on TV. Maybe on their overnight. Oh, yeah, you're right. Overnight I is a game changer. There ain't down. no cameras there. <laughs> That's like – that, yeah. dude, anything is possible. Jesus. Yeah. Anything is possible at the overnight. Okay, so I'm dead. I feel like side note. Why do you feel like the Temptation Island creators thought not let's make this arty fucking crazy show 
that like no one should ever really do because it's just so batshit. Let's make it a little more crazier by adding an overnight that is not filmed and you can do whatever the fuck you want just to really just to really stab and twist and solidify and that 24 hours is gonna haunt your significant other because you never know what actually happened like you you never know i literally still have like hot flashes like what happened (laughs) i know right wake up in the middle yeah man and they give you like crazy places to stay too yeah um Okay, so Ash and Taylor. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Um, I'm like all for dirty talk, but. Dude, she was riding him. Like, I was like, yo, like, you are getting it, girl. Like, she was committed. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was, that was committed. And she, uh, she said, I want more. And then she said, I need, I more. need more. She said, I need more. Dude, it was more than one. It was need. She was, one thing she I will it. say though, is they kept saying both of them, how things are moving really fast. And I agree. Things are moving very fast with them. Yeah. When things move really fast, mm-hmm. it's never good. Well, and this is my thing too with him is that I like weirdly how you have with Luke done a 180. I'm this, I'm feeling that way with Taylor. But now I'm uh-huh. starting to like fall back a little bit because yeah. he's yet to say that he's liked her. Like he's yet to be like, I have feelings yeah. for her. Like he keeps yeah. saying – like I, I wrote in my notes, I'm like, it's just the way that he talks about her. It's nice, but he's yet to say he actually likes her. Yeah. He says, I have a lot of fun with her. Like, we're enjoying our time. She's a good person. She's nice. He's saying all that. And that, those are great things. But unless I missed it, and maybe I did, like, in earlier episodes, it doesn't seem like he's yet to be like, I'm actually, I actually really, really like this girl. Like, I'm falling for her. As Even though it sounds crazy, I mean, you're on this island. I feel like time is just, like, not even a thing anymore. And yeah. they've spent every second – of their time together. So it's it would be weird if he wasn't saying he liked her at this point, I feel like. I feel like he's like he's he's alluded to it. Yeah. Because he's like spending time with her and they're hanging out and they're hooking up. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's ever actually said like I like you and like I want to see where this goes. Yeah. Like it's more just like we're hanging out, we're hanging out and we're hooking up on an island. Right. And I just think whenever like Whenever it's going to be, like, a good relationship and, like, someone you want to, like, commit to and have a future with, mm-hmm. the healthy route, route and the way that, like – for example, like, George and Iris, Blake and Ashley, yep. they take it slow. Yeah. You know, you want to take things slow. You want to get to know each other. Yeah. That's, like, the healthy way, like, to build a really strong emotional connection and, like, a commitment in a future relationship. Yeah. When it's, like, fireworks and, like – chemistry's crazy and you can't resist each other and it just escalates. I will say from personal experience that this shit happened to me fucking recently. Yep. That shit's not good, man. It's gonna like all explode and it's not gonna go anywhere good. Yeah, because so, once you once you get all that physical stuff out of the way and it comes down what to you finding do? out who the person actually is, what if you don't like that person? Yeah. Like we don't really know anything about Taylor. Yeah. And I'm like, what if his personality doesn't match hers? I personally, from an outsider looking in, I like would never picture them together. No, never. So 
She's like very free spirit and like feminist and like she, I think she does like costume design and paints and he's yeah. like very like gym macros pre workout yes. <laughs> like, yes. you know like no, not the same like that's very why different life and worlds yeah like, I I just wonder what they talk about outside of what we're seeing physically happen and I'm sure they are having conversations because again we've done yeah. this before we know what what is actually happening and what airs are it's very slim yeah but i'm just curious i want to know how their like conversations go like what do yeah. they talk about do they know anything about one another cuz you, you look at ash and blake they are having deep conversations they haven't even ash touched like, but like yeah. i know more about blake i feel like i know them you know yeah what I mean? <laughs> and that's what i mean like that's how it should be it should yep. be like slowly getting to know someone and building that up and they've barely even held hands yeah. You know, fireworks are never good. I'm telling you. Nope. My life has been full of fireworks and it's been a it's been a <laughs> crazy road with men. Okay, so the next morning, that post-sex morning, you know it was good because they were both like giddy as hell. Both of them were like and then she jumped on him. Giddy. She said round two. Yeah, they were like, okay, like we're definitely physically compatible. Like yes. you could you knew it was good. Dude, some more bonfires. I said this last episode. The amount of bonfires in this season is unbelievable because I feel like not a lot of crazy shit has happened. Yeah. I think and now there's crazy shit, but there's been a lot of bonfires with just like the with same just, repetitive with like nothing. Yeah. yeah. Um, LaSalle's, whenever he sees any of Ashley's clips, all I'm thinking now is based on his reactions, he does not love her. I mean. You just, like, don't have these, like, he has no emotional response or reaction or anything. It's just, like, there's nothing there. And I feel so bad saying that. But, dude, there's nothing there. Like, he does not have feelings for this woman yeah. and it's blowing my mind who brought who to the island i forget or i actually don't know the answer to that question and i wish i did i don't know off the top of my head like i'm very curious if this was like i want to say ashley but i'm not 100 percent oh. sure but that's all i could think it, it, I don't even remember exactly what his clip was. I think it was probably something of like Ashley and Blake talking. Yeah. He just, every single bonfire, I'm waiting for him to have any sort of reaction at all, like anything. Yep. And there's nothing there. And it's just like, at this point, that's the conclusion I've made. You do not love this woman. Because yeah. if you love someone, even if you're falling for someone else, mm-hmm. you're going to have some kind of reaction. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. I have nothing. I like, I feel like I just, I don't, that's all I wrote. Yeah. yeah that's all I, I don't, have. I don't There's, really have much to say about him anymore when it comes to the bonfires thus far because it's just all the same to me. Yeah. And it shouldn't it, be that way. It shouldn't be no. episode five. And I'm kind of like at a loss for words because I don't want to just keep repeating myself. I, I need to see more from yeah. you. Yeah. Um, Luke saw, I think, um, Iris get 
voted the Mardi Gras queen. And she was like she's living her best life. She's dancing. Mm-hmm. I put down Luke 2.0. He seems so secure now. Yep. He's like happy that she's having fun. It yep. didn't trigger him. I'm like, this dude is legit growing. And I really think they might make it. Like they might make it. Yep. I'm shook that I'm saying that. I know. I think, yeah, you you were not Team Luke. I've always had a little soft spot for Luke. I do I think know. they're going to make it. I genuinely think. I think, think- you were right. I'm I'm really thinking like they're both growing on their own individually and he's really just like becoming so secure and like standing on his own two feet yeah. and he's not projecting shit onto her. And I thought like mm-hmm. old Luke, that would have triggered, that clip would have triggered the hell out of him. Yeah. He wasn't, he was like happy. He's like, I love that she's having fun. And yep. it was genuine. Like it yeah. wasn't bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So I just can't get over that. I'm a Luke fan. I'm a Luke <laughs> fan. Everyone. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Who would have thought? Uh, um, Ed. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> what, no, what, what were you going to say? Because I, I don't have a lot s- written. Oh, I was just going to say, sees Jillian kissing Tommy and looks like he wants to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's realizing that they're not meant to be. I think it's taken him a while to get to this point. I think Jillian's yeah. always known it. Or not always, but I think it's like a typical first love thing. And like you are so into your first love and you think it's real and you think it's forever. And then once you kind of grow up a little bit, I think she's known for a while that it's, he's not for her, but I think she's kind of been in denial. I think Edgar is just now finally getting to where she's at, where it's like, it's just not meant to be, you know, it was, yeah. I think that he's kind of at a point too, where he has to like cut his losses. Like, yeah. He's like fighting a fight he can't win. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. I think he has now realized, unfortunately, that he's lost her. Yeah. And now needs to like do his own thing himself, like outside of him yeah. and Jillian. You know what I mean? A hundred, a hundred percent. Yeah. Cause it's like their relationship worked at the time, like college mm-hmm. sweethearts when they met, but it's just they're, they want different things and they live different lives now and yeah. they just need to let each other go. And also Con- college, this, I have, <laughs> what? So they're college sweethearts, but he's older than her. So really they've only dated, they only dated for like two or three years of their college. Yeah. So I don't really, that's not like, <laughs> uh, I know. Well. I no, I, I, their timeline confuses me too a little bit. You know what bit. I mean? Like, I yeah. Like college sweethearts is like, it's like high school sweethearts. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. Um, Hanya watching Ash have sex. Dude, that was brutal. I really always the moaning too. I swear yeah. they like the audio guys like, oh, okay, moaning. Let me crank let's, it a little bit. Let's crank it up. Let's like really get the I need you. What'd she say? I need more. That's she said I want that. more. Yeah, I want I more. Need more. I need more. I need more. He must woo. No, dude. And I'm telling you, she was like really getting. I watched her technique. And she was, she was getting it. Sorry, this is too much, but I was just like, girl, go off. I was like, saying, good for her. Go off. I know. Please. Yeah. No, like I was here for it. Um, yeah, that was painful. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I just, no words except I just, 
I feel for I him because I I couldn't watch that shit. I didn't yeah. watch it on purpose because I knew I couldn't handle it. So for him to be able to watch that and make it out alive, like my props God, to you, my guy. I wrote I wrote Hanya confuses me, but I don't know why I wrote that. And I wrote it like right after the bonfire. So like, did he react? Yeah. So after the guys watch the bonfire and they go like walking back to the Escalade, um, he kind of, I think he's starting to realize like she kind of plotted this whole thing because he kind of had some anger. He was like, I... I forget his exact wording, but it was basically something along the lines like I see what Ash is doing and I feel like what it's making me feel and I'm starting to realize like why she brought me here. Got it. Okay. So yeah. So he – I think – like I said, like we, we've we kind of been saying yeah. now that their journey is unfolding, I kind of think she's the one running the show. We might have had – we might have had we, him pegged wrong, dude. We, he I think like a really nice guy. Right? <laughs> and we were just like, you, fuck this dude the first episode. I know. I, I'm worried that that might be the case. I am too. I am okay. <laughs> like, I'm like, shit. Like we really went so hard. We were literally like – this guy sucks. This motherfucker. Like, no, but like, I'm starting to think like, sh- there's more to Ash than what we might yeah. know. Yeah. Because, yeah, mean- he he was pretty heated when he was walking back because it seems like this is not how he thought it was going to go. Yeah. Like how she was going to act. I, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm Loki. I feel and- bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry if you're listening. And sorry for coming for you. <laughs> I know we really came for his like jugular. Truly. <laughs> Hanya and Luke, this is a f- official public apology yeah. for this. This is a public apology. <laughs> Two episodes because we really like went balls to the wall. Like not fans of you, and now we're fans. Yeah. But the thing that also is kind of sticking out to me. Mm-hmm. So, so we didn't like Hanya. <laughs> we gave him a lot of shit. It was all about like the open relationship and calling her a friend and like da 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 yeah. and like that. Yeah, that like that sucks. Yes. But this is the thing that I've noticed is now that they've been on the show mm-hmm. and they've been separated and those were issues like right when they started the show. Yeah, Hanya has not done anything. He has been loyal and faithful and he's being really good. Ash got separated and just kind of dived right the fuck in. Well, yeah. And like she said- And there was nothing that Hanya did to like trigger that. Trigger it. And like- Is that that not like- That's a pretty- Like a big point that I'm just realized. No, that's massive. And she said- She said at one of the bonfires, like, oh, like, this is typical Hanya. This is typical Hanya. But what's typical Hanya? He's not doing anything wrong. So, like – He's not doing anything wrong. You get what I'm saying? Like, he was, like – I mean, obviously, outwardly being flirty and stuff. But yeah, is you sleeping with people typical you? Because I'm confused. (laughs) No, and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be mean. I just, like, that was, like, I fucking love it. I'm here for it. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, like – we're seeing this side of Hanya 
And it's like we're, we're judging been, like, him. Really good and respectful so we're far. We're judging him based off of like the stuff that she's kind of like led us to believe about him. And like he's dug himself his own like grave too with some yeah. of the stuff he said. But it's like, do you think I I wonder if when he sees those clips of Ash, if he's thinking, well, that's typical Ash. Because yeah. I mean, that would be alarming if you were my partner. <laughs> alarming. <laughs> and like, and like I just am like, I'm so that would be I don't know. I don't know. Like, screaming. Yeah, it would be alarming. <laughs> Trust. I, I just would. really hope that I just really hope they both don't leave together. I lo- I'm starting to like him individually too. And I really do like Ash. Like I, there's nothing I, I, I've always been a fan of her. I think she's very unique. Why are you laughing? But like I'm dead right now. Keep talking. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get it together. And they're just not meant to be. And the whole situation just is very confusing because now I'm confused. <laughs> pull it together oh my god i'm crying laughing dude <laughs> I can't get i'm done oh it's too late man i've had a long week oh my it is god literally 12 40 in the morning here I'm dead. We gotta, yeah, we're almost done. We are. You guys, we we have been, we've had a rough fucking week. Oh, we have. We've, I but will these, say, say, remember sorry. when um when you thought that I was mad at you the other day and you started crying in your voice? It's like, this is like why I have issues though, because like I straight up like driving home from work crying in a voice memo to Casey being like, I feel like I was mean to you in a text that like was literally like not mean. And I'm like, meanwhile, just got out of like a depressive episode. I'm like a fucking hot mess. I was like, girl, we are a hot, hot mess this week. And now we're just cracking up over fucking Hanya finding his partner having sex alarming. Yeah, it's alarming. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, All right. So wait. okay, back on track. So now the girls are having their bonfires. Ash yes. sees her his clip. I forget what it was. It was nothing bad. But then she just says, Oh no, I remember what it was. <coughs> it was yeah. him having his little breakdown when he was talking about how he, he has cheated and like he feels so bad and like he wants to be better and da-da-da. And the girls are like hugging him. And she made the comment, like, I'm glad to know, like, I'm not crazy. Yeah. And, like, that I can relate to because there's been times where, like, I've had exes or AX <laughs> that um, I knew for a fact was cheating. Like, yeah. I, like, caught him, like, red-handed, like, saw the text, saw the DMs. Like, I knew it was real. And I saw it with, like, my own two fucking yeah. eyeballs, okay? Like, I know it was real. And then he, like, looks me in the face and makes up the most insane outlandish fucking lies and then somehow would make me think I'm the fucking insane oh one that like that, that created this out of nothing so i totally related to that i was like it is so refreshing yeah. when you finally know that everything that you knew to be true was actually true and you're not nuts yeah. like that is the one of the best feelings oh yeah i had an ex boyfriend literally send me a message 
that was supposed to go to another girl. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Who was actually <laughs> dating. This this motherfucker had a girlfriend, had a whole ass girlfriend, and then started to date me. And I didn't know. Like, I did not know he had a girlfriend. Like, it was mm-hmm. insane. And somehow he manipulated his way out of it. I forgave yeah. him. And unfortunately was like with this person for way longer than I ever should have been because every other weekend when I was traveling, the kid was cheating on me. And I would Ugh. find out and it would be horrendous. But yeah. he sent me the wrong message. <laughs> way out of it. He was like, I think Verizon, swear to God, I think Stop. Verizon, I, I, I think Verizon had a glitch. They're accidentally sending messages. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, you're a sick mom. <laughs> I was like, you're fucking sick and it's like funny he blamed verizon and said it was a glitch through verizon i am certain. like i wish a plus for for creativity that shit's hilarious and then like would like fake messages pretending to be like the ex-girlfriend saying they're done it was just all i that 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 shit was crazy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yes anyway you're like that was a fever dream (laughs) for anyone listening if you have a gut feeling please go with it because like 90 percent of the time listen to your gut and i this goes back to like the way i reacted at the reunion it's because leading up to it i knew something was up yeah and i ended up finding out more than i was told and you know you're not crazy you're fucking not crazy if you feel a way then you need to go with your gut because again 90 percent of the time you're right oh 100 percent. like that's one of the biggest things that i've learned in life like in life yeah your gut is always right if you get that little ding like in your gut you know what i'm talking about that little eh, like something's off it's fucking off like yep, it, no. yeah, you're always right. Um, okay, we are almost done recapping. Um, Iris kind of is again her journey's very parallel to Luke. She saw her clip and she was just like proud of him for being vul- for for being vulnerable. Yeah. Um, their journey is like really similar, and I think mm-hmm. she's kind of recognizing that. And again, I just I have like high hopes for them. I'm like stoked for both of their journeys and how they're learning to love their self themselves. And yeah, I'm into it. Um, Ashley saw the clip about LaSalle's talking about how he might need to like take a break from Ashley. I didn't really understand that, but she gets emotional. She said that she would be down for a break if like he communicated that with her. And this is my thing. Okay. I'm also, I'm also like older now, like I'm 32. So I'm like, I've lived some life. I've dated different guys. I've had a lot of life experiences. Right. And I'm still really young, but like I, I've had a lot of pretty gnarly experiences. Yeah. One thing I will say, when you are older and you are in long-term relationships, a break is just putting off the inevitable. And I stand by that. There is no reason like that's some shit you do in like middle school and high school. Like when you're an adult in a committed relationship and have a partner and have a life together, you work through shit together. Like adults, you don't take a break and get back together. That's just like, okay, we're too, we don't have the balls to break up yet. 
So I mean, especially, yeah, when you've been dating for that long, if you were like going off to college and you're with someone and you wanted to like – it's different when you're young. Yeah, Yeah. like let's take a break. Let's see if we find each other. Like that's (sighs) so different. But like again, you're just not this – that age where a break would be – It makes no fucking sense. It makes no sense and I feel that way. Same thing with like the open relationship. I just don't understand that. And maybe it's like – a younger thing, people would be yeah. more open to it. But like if I – I mean I'm 26 and I think that if my partner and I – Yeah. He said to me like we should try to be in an open relationship, I'd be like just break up with me. Like, yeah. No, for real. Yeah. So the whole break thing when you're with someone for seven years and we're all like adults, like I think they're older too. They're at least mid-20s. Um, yeah. No, dude. Like we're too old for that. That's kid shit. Yeah. Like, we're not kids anymore. No. Like, we're not taking breaks. We're either working together and figuring our shit out and getting through this yep. as a team, or we're breaking up and f- going our separate ways. <laughs> like, well, yeah, and like, not no- to put a t- yeah. And like, not to put a timeline on things, because I know you were in a very long relationship too. I know, like, yeah. Kristen and Julian, like, a lot of these relationships are a little longer, but. If you've been dating for seven years, I yeah. feel like a break isn't the next step. The next step is getting engaged, getting a yeah. house together, you know, yeah. trying to figure out like your future. Taking yeah. a break after this stage of your relationship, I just – yeah, I, I don't think that there's a point. I think that you there's should no break point. up, yeah. pursue other people, whatever. And then if you find each other again after being broken up, no contact, yeah. whatever – like not thinking of each other, you're not on a break, like they're yeah. in the back of your mind. Like, no, if you break up and then somehow realize you want to be together again, fine. But like, yeah, call it what it is. Like, exactly. No, don't take a break. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was weird. Very weird. Um, the clip that Jillian saw, Edgar was pissed. Like, I don't even really know where that came from. Like, he's in his confessional by himself, just going on a little rant, yeah, telling like, her to like leave that? him. I no, we didn't. So I don't know like when he left that. Like there was really no context. No, nope. he was like, "Leave me the fuck alone." I was like, he, "Dude, literally, if you don't want pissed. anything to do with me, like leave me alone." And he's just like staring at the camera, like, like yeah, fucking wants to hurt someone. No, <laughs> dude, he was like that. Shit was in- intense. Yeah, and then. That- I just think that like really hit home to Jillian that she she really needed to like move on and let him go like a long time ago. Yeah. You can tell because right? she's also yeah. like I feel like she said she felt guilty. Yeah. And like she feels like a bad person. Yeah. And like I I understand that, but like I know we make jokes and like we talk about everyone. I mean, this is our job. We're literally hosting a podcast, but I think that it's very like mature of Jillian to like recognize that like she's doing stuff that could potentially hurt Edgar but at the same time like she is right now doing what's gonna make what's making her happy yeah and I said that with Ash too like all jokes aside with Ash like she's hooking up with someone but like she is actually she's doing what's making her happy currently and like she's diving into the experience so it's like yeah and I will say with Jillian And I do think Ash did kind of get the green light as well, even though I'm kind of second guessing 
their whole story and who's really in charge. But Jillian is going about everything in a very like as a respectful way as possible. Yeah, she is. She's not being disrespectful. She's thinking about him. She's been really taking her time with Tommy, like keeping things slow. So that just like that clip was so angry and out of left field. It kind of was like, whoa. He was angry. (laughs) Yeah. Like really pissed. I honestly feel like I haven't seen Edgar like smiling. He's either like crying Crying or or now angry. Like remember when he went off that one time? (laughs) (laughs) That's like my favorite Edgar memory. (laughs) You fucking love that. You were like, Edgar. It was so out of left field. Like he was like sitting there whimpering and then all of a sudden he looked up and he said, you know what? Let me lay into this bitch. (laughs) She did this. No. Also, full disclosure, I call people that, like, not in an offensive way. Like, I'm like, oh, this bitch is bitch. Like, Casey's my bitch. Like, I'm just (laughs) – Save. Okay. So that was it for episode five. We did get a little sneak peek for next episode, and we have Deke is going to be on the next episode, which I'm freaking excited about. I'm not going to lie. I cannot believe they did that. I love that idea, though. Right? It's going to be a good time. So yeah, that's going to be an interesting episode. Can't wait for that. Anything else that we want to chat about today before we Hmm. close this off? This was a long episode, you guys. Sorry that we went on a few little rants, but but you guys... It's all good. good This was good. And I feel like everyone has told us that you guys like them when they're longer than an hour. So you guys are welcome. Here's one that's really like longer than an hour. (laughs) We did this this for you guys. (laughs) For you. Um, so yeah, you guys, um, we're going to have Jillian on the pod soon. Mm -hmm. We're interviewing her our next recording sesh. Yep. So that's gonna be fun as hell. Um, I hope you guys are really excited for that. We're going to hear some insider info straight from the source. Yep. Um, and then you guys can follow our Instagram at it's tempting pod. If you guys want to leave donations, please do. If you can't like subscribe, leave us five star reviews on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, whatever you listen to us on. And then our email is it's temptingpod at gmail.com. Hey. <laughs> Yay. I'm a zombie. It's literally 1 a.m. <laughs> Alrighty, you guys. Thank you. We love you. We're both gonna go to bed. Yeah. Good. We night. love you guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.